Episode 3 of 94 Feet is brought to you happily from Franklin Hall in the middle of Bloomington, Indiana, where the weather outside is scorching hot, considering where we live. You know what else is scorching? Jason Tatum. Wow. Yes, he is. He is. So last time we were on here, we basically did a trade deadline podcast where we pretty much looked at every team's moves and analyzed them from like a, if you can win the title, does whatever move you make kind of swing the title, um, put you over the top. Um... Special guest today, Isaac Green, is making his debut on 94 Feet, hopping on to talk some hoops post-All-Star break. Isaac, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm Thanks fantastic. for having me in. I'm fantastic because you're on the show. Thank you, um, Jack. I'm looking forward to the next 60-ish minutes with you. Um, Evan, how are you? I'm good today. Beautiful day out. Beautiful day out. It's honestly crazy. I haven't seen sunlight. We don't sunlight. get these too often. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen sunlight in years. Um, <laughs> all right, so the All-Star game was fun, right? Uh Obviously, going into it, we didn't know how the new scoring system would play out in-game. But soon enough, we arrived at the fourth quarter, and it was nip and tuck with every, key, every play keeping the crowd on the edge of their seat. Something otherwise usually uncharacteristic of an All-Star game, I would say. Um, it was the first time I've ever seen like LeBron, Giannis, Luka, Tatum, AD, Westbrook, Kawhi, and 18 other guys like actually go at it, like five-on-five, five, like competitive basketball. Um, like we had, a, we had LeBron... We had a LeBron Giannis like one v one battle down the stretch. They were like going at it like competitively. Um, we had Chris Paul playing crunch time minutes over Luka Doncic, probably courtesy of LeBron just telling his boy to get out there. Coach the, Bron. Yeah, the banana boat. Um, we had Pascal Siakam becoming a number one option down the stretch on a, when he was on the same court with guys like Luka and and like Pascal Siakam was the number one option. Not Luka. I'm sorry. Uh, Every other good player I could you could name. Um, he was being guarded by James Harden, so maybe that's why. Um, we had an APB out for Kemba Walker. Kawhi Leonard seeming, seemingly scoring at will like he did for two straight months last summer. And we even had Kyle Lowry taking charges in a game where hustle players are probably frowned upon. The All-Star game capped off a weekend of awesome dunks, lights out shooting, Dwayne Wade robbing Aaron Gordon. And if it weren't for Stephen A. Smith's sideline antics, an otherwise unwatchable celebrity game, again. I actually can't stand those. Um... But we had riveting behind-the-scenes footage of best players in the world, chopping it up. Quick shout-out to Devin Booker. First-time appearance. Well-deserved. What a season he's having. Great for Devin Booker. Great for Devin Booker. Good for the program. Um, On top of that, the Battle of L.A. perhaps takes a turn. Russell Westbrook becomes unleashed. Philly gets banged up at the worst time. Utah looks shaky. And Jason Tatum makes the leap, which in all likelihood probably happened weeks ago. But, um, what was that, 30-point-per-game 30, 30 month in February? I don't even know. We'll get to it. All that's coming up on today's pod. We also have a new segment we're bringing to the show today called What Would Happen? Basically a hypothetical. Today's edition, what would happen if the 2016-17 Warriors, led by Durant and Steph and Clay, what if they were placed in today's NBA? How many teams of the 29 could take two games of, off of them in a best-of-seven? We'll debate that later. Um... And more. So, all right, here we go. Okay, so we might just start doing these every Sunday. Um, we took a f- we took a long break because the NBA was kind of in like this quicksand position kind of leading up to the All-Star break. It's kind of like 
this boring part of the season where like not much is going on. Because um, like the first twenty games of the year, cool and exciting. The middle twenty are boring, and the last twenty are exciting again because we got the playoffs to look forward to. Um, so let's start off today with the All Star Game. So the new format. Um, quick reactions, Evan. Talk to me. I love it. This was by far the most intense all-star game we've seen. You had players like Kyle Lowry on the ground taking charges. What do you take, like two charges in the fourth quarter? Um, it was just yeah. incredible. I haven't seen defense like this in the all-star game. Like, I, I told I told you about this earlier, the, like, the last intense moment of an all-star game like I remember is Dwayne <clears throat> Wade just completely hacking Kobe, like yeah. giving him a bloody nose. Like, it doesn't happen much. We're not like... You see it yeah. all the time, and no, there's no defense in the All-Star game. You know, fast breaks usually, and, like, a lot of slam dunks, alley-oops, all that stuff. It's kind of like, like, we sh- never... Showboat. Like, for the amount of, like, times we get to see, like, 10 amazing players on a court at the same time, like... We never see actual It happens, like, what, once basketball. a year, right? Yeah, so, like, besides, like, the USA team, but, like, they dominate. They, they're up by 40 in 10 minutes, so, like, that's different. Um, they also don't play, like... Teams like an all-star team with right, yeah, of course. So like, it's really it was really cool to see like Giannis and LeBron going at it. Like mm-hmm. Giannis had that block on him. That was a LeBron great tried block. to f- turn around, fade away in the post. Giannis said Locking no, again. blocked it. Yeah, it was crazy. Giannis was Giannis was welcoming that matchup uh, with open arms. Um, so yeah, we had a competitive fourth quarter. Isaac, what do you what do you think? You think the all-star game should keep this format? Like we added the winning team after three quarters. You add twenty-four to it to honor Kobe Bryant, and that's the game score you have to get to to win. And so, like, instead of, like, playing a 12-minute quarter where the clock's winding down, you kind of have to reach a number I mean, to I, get a different element. What do you think? Of course it's beautiful that they're honoring Kobe Bryant, and they've, of course. Fit, they've found a way to, to do so because he's one of the one of the biggest legends that growing up we've, mm-hmm. ever, we've ever seen in our game. But um, I didn't like how the game ended on a free throw. Of course. Yeah, I was thinking about that, I totally too. Forgot about that. Wow. One change I would make to this format like, in the fourth quarter, so, like, a, a team doesn't win on a free throw again, like, maybe just give them the ball back, like, a little, like, street ball kind of thing. I like that. Like yeah. Maybe, like, a redemption type. Yeah. You missed the first purposely. I'm sticking to that theory, just to, like, keep everybody, on, like, you know, on edge. Make it more interesting. Yeah. Also, there's a new dynamic that we kind of saw. Like, certain players kind of showed us their tendencies. Like, Embiid was kind of, like, the go-to guy down yeah. the stretch. And I was, like, I was like, kind of confused because, like, this is like a guard-oriented league. Like Kemba Walker was nowhere to be found. Maybe he was hurt. Um, I don't know. But like Siakam showed me some things. Harden and Giannis specifically. Load management didn't didn't seem to bother Kawhi too much yeah, on that yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but first, before I get to Kawhi, Giannis was. I mean, in no way am I trying to use the All-Star game to justify what's gonna happen in the playoffs. But like he had, he struggled again to get a good look off in isolation. Like, he doesn't have that go-to yeah. move yet, and it, it's still apparent. What do you think? I agree with that. Like, he's still got to develop his game just a little more. You see it sometimes. Obviously, like, he's they the were best, playing, like, they were the playing, best in the world. But. Yeah, they were playing really good defense. Like, yeah. they were a lot. Like, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, like, these guys are playing good defense. Like, this is what you're going to see in the playoffs with, like, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown guarding you and all these guys. So, I don't know. It's just like a – it rekindled – my my worry my like what happened against the Raptors last year for me with Giannis, I don't know. I think with Giannis, it's always going to be about the like you said jump shots, the opportunities, the looks. It, he he has to convert on his jumpers. He doesn't know like he's not a great shooter, but he does everything else so well. Mm-hmm. 
And if he once he gets that part of his game down, he might even be better than LeBron. I'll just say. Yeah, it. maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, other than that, you know, it was a good fourth quarter. I was on the edge of my seat. That was the first time I've seen like ten players go at it like that. Um, it was it was good basketball. There was a lot of fouls, obviously. Like the end of basketball games aren't always great. There's a lot of fouls, and it's like timeout, yeah. commercial. Like, all right, like let's, the do, refs let's get through also this. We're quick on the whistles. I feel like they yeah, didn't really let them go at it. It was also like the first time we've ever the refs were kind of put in that situation where yeah, you have Usually ten of the best players yeah. on the in the world playing hard basketball in in like a in a game where it's like a, it's like a pickup game because yeah. there's no there's no shot. There's, clock. Normally, there's I like, mean, there's no game clock. Normally, there's no real fouls in the all-star game either like refs don't really blow the whistle that much mm-hmm. in the all-star game i feel like yeah um i don't know it was a good all-star weekend i, I like the dunk contest obviously aaron gordon i think should have won but d wade gave him that yeah, nine, though. yeah whatever i mean how do you jump over taco fall yeah. was what like seven seven five what is he Isaac? seven six big boy but what i will say is that he did graze the back of his shoulder he pushed off it, eh. I think I don't know. Taco it was gave pretty like impressive, a little, right? little <laughs> neck, none, Nonetheless, I couldn't jump over a three-foot box, but <laughs> at the same time... Yeah, I can't jump over a I dictionary. Could, I could see the justification in the nine being that he didn't fully clear him. Yeah, he, he, you're right about that, but I don't know. I just still think it's impressive jump over someone that For size. sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the, uh, to the Clippers. Um, so when they made this Paul George trade, I remember I was just like looking at... I was on Twitter. I was like, all right. Kawhi's going there. And then I was like, okay, the Lakers are better. They have Anthony Davis, too. And then Paul George went. And I was like, oh, my God. Fast forward to March 1st and kind of disappointed. He's missed, what, like 25 games? He's averaging 20 points. I think Montrezl Harrell averages more points than him, maybe by like maybe less than maybe less by a little. But disappointing season for Paul George. They, were, they lost four out of five prior to the win against Memphis. Then they won another game. I forget who they played after that, but um, Paul George in 2020, this is an outdated stat by probably like a few games, but he has one game in 2020 where he's played over 32 minutes. See, I, like, he's just got to get healthy. Well, he had, did he mean, have a shoulder problem last year too? Yeah, he had two shoulder surgeries. Isaac, exactly. what do you, what do you think about this team? Like in the, like, you think, team are you as, full, are you as worried? Team full of dogs. I know. Are, are you as worried about the chemistry as I am? I think this team, I think we're looking at a championship caliber team, whether it be coming out of the West and competing for the title or being right there in the mix in the Western Conference Finals and losing in a tough six, seven-game series. But that team's filled with some dogs, man, from, from the top to the bottom. Uh, Patrick Beverly just causing havoc on the ball. And they've got some some serious wing defenders, and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard being two of the best in the world at that. And... To go along with that, you got some solid, solid role players: Marcus Morris, Montrez Harrell. Do you like the Do you like the Reggie Jackson? I was going to ask that. Um, I mean, and the Marcus any, Morris. Anytime you could add a veteran guy, a veteran guy like that going towards the end of the year can never really hurt your roster. But I mean, they they seem to got their guys: Lou Williams, um, right. Paul George. I just worry about their chemistry. Like they, that five, like who's their five? I think it's Bev, Lou. Kawhi, Paul, and Trez. Zubak might be in there. I think Trez is their is their guy. He could be down the stretch. Yeah, I just they're just so deep. They, they could play anyone. Those are just five dogs. Those fi- those, yeah, I'll those roll are five out dogs. with those five dogs every day of the week. Jackson's been. Gr- I think he's gonna be good for them though. You know, like you said, veteran player, 
so far he's come off the bench for a little boost. Averages like ten a game for them. It's great. Getting some assists. I think he had like six last night or two nights ago. It's I think he's gonna be solid off the bench for them. Twenty eight different starting lineups in forty seven games. Or forty seven something games. Uh they're clearly just devaluing the regular season at this point. I think that's what I'm getting. It's March and like there's I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they definitely They're they're like they they seem to know they seem to know what they're doing. I, I just hope that they really know what they're doing because they're gonna have to play what Utah in round one, Houston in round two, Denver possibly. Like the Lakers are playing Memphis, sweep, then they get a week off, then they're playing, you know, okay, like I don't know. I'm worried about this this team. Don't sleep on the Pelicans climbing to that eight spot and causing yeah, some havoc in the first round. What, what, what do you want to see, Lakers Grizzlies or Lakers Pelicans? I'd prefer to see Lakers Pelicans. Per- personal matchup. A lot of guys that. Were swapped in that trade earlier in the offseason. Yeah, there's that good, added storyline. For sure. It's a good good chance for guys to, you know, really make their mark and impact and sh- show what they're worth because uh, a lot of guys were on the move in both of those teams in exchange for big asset and Anthony Davis. So the Lonzo Balls, the Brandon Ingrams of the world, mm-hmm. the Josh Hart's of the world, they could really step up on a big stage and make something happen. So I'd love, I'd love to see the eight-seed Pelicans going to L.A. and cause a little damage. I still think the Lakers would sweep them, but it would definitely be closer games. Also, New Orleans it would is be playing good, it would phenomenal be, ball. This, be, this is a team that's lost. Me. This is a team that's lost thirteen at one point. Lost thirteen out of fourteen they games in the beginning and, of the season. They started six and twenty-four. Now they're playing incredible ball. They're healthy. They got they got Zion, Zion back, playing, Ingram flourishing. Best we've seen. Best rookie. Best rookie I, performance we've Zion's seen in a long putting time. putting up some numbers that I, I've never seen in my yeah, life Brandon before. Ingram's an all-star. 12 games. Lonzo Ball's got a new jump shot. Still have Drew Holiday, great defender. Great. Veteran. I think that team could be – that team might be a little slept on. They'll, they'll figure it out. They just got Zion back, so they're still, like, working him out, like, how to mm-hmm. rotate with him. All right. Last, last point on the Clippers. Isaac, do you think – simply, like, just – it's Lakers or Clippers, right, for you? In the West? Yeah. Because my next topic, I mean, my, my next, my next, the next team I want to talk the, about. The Rockets thing's interesting, man. The 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 five out, five guards. I mean, so Russell Westbrook's numbers since the Capella trade, 32 and a half a game, eight rebounds, seven assists, 54% shooting. He's only taking two threes a game compared to taking six a game in November. Uh... His January numbers are similar to his February numbers. And then this is interesting. Every, every month since the beginning of the season, Russell Westbrook's field goal attempts have increased. So at November, in November, he was 22. Harden was 24. And now he's 28 a game. He's taking 28 shots a game in February. Whew. That's a and lot of shots. they're, what are they, 8-1? and one? They just beat, they beat the Celtics. They beat the Clippers and a nail biter last night. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy game. But they're like eight and two in their last ten now. They have some crazy wins, don't you have? Yeah, they beat the Celtics twice now. They just won last night by a point. In a they crazy beat the Lakers. game. They beat the Lakers. Lakers. They're, they're playing a unique style that we've never seen before. Teams don't know how to guard it. All right, burning, burning question: Does it work? Yes. In April and May. I th- I mean, it, it it'll work. I mean, teams that you see teams trying to dip a whole plethora of different defensive game plans to try to slow these guys down some work some don't so if I mean, you're the if you're the nuggets do you 
you have a if you're the Jazz actually better better example if you're the Jazz do you do you keep a Gobert on the floor? Yes. Yeah, I he mean, can still defend. He's mobile. I, one of I the best ready, defending so. big men. You got to keep him on the floor. As soon as, soon as you as soon as you succumb to another team's right, this, this is what yeah. Daryl Morey's doing. As soon as you put yourself in a position where you're susceptible to making adjustments based off another team, you're already losing because you're you're mm-hmm. playing their game. You got to keep what you do and do it at do it at the best level you can, regardless of who you're playing, because then you could gain an edge that way by just sticking to your identity and doing what you do really well. And the, the Jazz, the, well, I think the Jazz could really figure it out once Mike Conley just moved to the bench, right? I have some I have some numbers for you. So Mike Conley this year, 13 a game, 39% from the field. He's missed 29 of 58. It's probably 60 at this point. But um, And then I have Gobert numbers for you. Ready? So in the three games against Houston this year, they are, what are they, 0-3? think Gobert was a minus 15 and I hate plus minus but I think it's I love it I think it's kind of indicative for a center like Gobert against the team like the Rockets because um because he's kind of just out there and he's just like he's getting he's getting these switches kind of like isolated against him I don't know the minus 15 was when they had Capella so forget that the minus six and the minus 12 the most recent game he had 12 points six rebounds so is he unplayable I would say Conley? No, 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 Gobert. Oh, Gobert? Like what Isaac said, I think you keep him out there. He's first team all defense. defense right, but you have to look at it from the sense like he can't guard these guards on switches. But he's just so long. Like, like he's such a crucial part to what the Jazz do in their game. Like you need him out there, I think. It's interesting. He's one of the best rim protectors. Exactly. And... They put what, they what put happened? him on Russ. That's what they do. They, I saw that. They they have Gobert guard Westbrook because Westbrook can't shoot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just like that simple, right? Um, so yeah, Mike Mike Conley. I mean he's been hurt, but I don't think the, I don't think the fit is what they thought it would be. What do you think? I mean I think Donovan Mitchell's a tar- kind of torn turn in the corner be, here in his career his where he needs to be his team. He he's got he's could be he's, he's a point guard. He's I think a, he's a point guard too. He's a he's modern a combo. NBA scoring point guard. That combo. He's 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 got a rock, and I mean it's great to have a veteran around him. I'm sure like Connolly in the locker room and all that, but um, yeah, the team might be going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. They thought like the last summer they thought it would be. They got Bogdanovich. They needed an extra shooter, and then they got Connolly because they needed an extra creator next to Donovan Mitchell to take some pressure off. And when they when he goes to the bench, you know, kind of run the offense, but I don't know. It hasn't worked. Again, he's been injured, but last year he played 70 games. I just, like, never really liked the trade. Like, I knew Conley would take a, like take the ball away from Mitchell sometimes. Like, what you guys have been saying, it's Mitchell's team now. You got to build it around him, and I don't think Conley was necessarily a good partner for Mitchell. He needs, like, shooters, right. like kind of like Westbrook, like, you know, drive, kick out, whatever. Uh-huh. I feel like that's more Mitchell's game, and you need shooters around that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the Jazz right now, what are they, the five seed? I think they're going to probably play Houston in the first round or the Clippers in the first round. Losing, what, five, four? I'll, I'll give them a game. I'll give them one game. All right, speaking of fit and shooters and injuries, Ben Simmons, back injury out at least three weeks, according to Woj. But it could be worse because they have doubts that he will make it back in three weeks. Um, 
So, Isaac, what's the silver lining here for Philadelphia? Because Embiid, as good as he is, I don't think you can build around him. As like they they need each other to be to be their best. What do you think? The and process. Simmons is out. Huh? The process. See, seems like the process. Not working. May not working. May have hit a plateau. Um, originally, obviously, worst team in the NBA for a couple years running. They had a few key marquee guys, and they're right there in the mix in the East for three years in a row. And I just don't quite know with this current roster, um, <clears throat> this current build, that they could take themselves over that hump. I mean, I would love to see it. Obviously, as a fan of basketball, as, as as a man that respects processes you know, in, in all facets of life. Preach. Um, would 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 love to see the Sixers be able to get themselves over that hump, but um, not quite sure if the way they're going is going to do so. Can they advance past round one without home court? Depends. Right now they, they play, play. They would play in Miami round one. <sighs> Miami man, I, I, they're a bunch of dogs don't, too, don't, right? Don't sleep on Miami being right in there in the mix to advance to the finals out of that Eastern uh, Conference. That's a. That's, I think they need another. I think they team. need more scoring, but. They're dogs, man. That's a complete team. Jimmy Buckets. It's for the Sixers. Jimmy Buckets, man. Talk about a team. The, the, all the qualities of team. That's a, that's a team. Iguodala's been disappointed that, for them. That, I don't think, that staff's doing a hell of a job yeah. down there with them. I think they, they're relying too much on Iguodala. I don't think they realize how broken down his body is. I said that last week on, or whenever we did our last I mean, podcast. You gotta but think it's tough, man. A guy that's sitting out through through the new year. And no, he, he, won, he, he won the trade. He just he got to chill, and then he's playing for it. Yeah, I mean, great for him, right? He's put himself, he's playing put himself in a position where he's yeah. got the leverage to do to put himself in situations like that. Hell of a career, hell of a guy. For only heard, only have heard amazing things about him on and off the court. So, ho- hope he could contribute for them down the down the end of the season and really make an impact as mm-hmm. the playoffs approach. All right, Evan. Last thoughts on Philly before we move on to Jason Tatum. Um, with Philly, they just need to win the games they can win, like. They beat the Knicks the other day. That's a big win for them. Cause yeah, like you said, we were talking about this before. Any win that they get now is important because they're a five seed in there. They need to somehow um, get home court advantage. They got to win games. They have the Clippers tonight and then the Lakers tomorrow. So those are it's a bad back to back. So it'd be it'll be interesting to see how they play without Embiid and Simmons versus you know Clippers, Lakers, like all these big teams. If they can compete even the slightest, like I think that's a good sign for them in the in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'll see. Like, I feel like we do this every year with the Sixers. Like, uh, yeah. Let's just wait until the playoffs to, cause like I don't know, I really don't know. All right, Jesus Christ, Isaac, it's the topic of the pod. It's time to talk about him. Jason, number zero, Tatum. Jason, Tatum. Jesus Christ, he's been unbelievable. I think he's arrived. I think he's arrived. I, I think he's. I'm, t- I'm just going to throw this out here and say that in our lifetime, there will come a time where Jason Tatum is the best player in the National Basketball Association. Wow. Wow. I would put him second Isaac, best in the East. Debut with the take. I'm not saying it'd come this year. Not saying. Honestly, that's not even a hot take because he's that good. But in the year like 2025, 2026, 2027, Jason Tatum could be the best player in the National Who's Basketball player Association. Comp? Who's his player comp? Don't say Kevin Durant. Don't do it. Jason Tatum's player comp. Is it? I think it's KD. Is it? Is it a more versatile Tracy McGrady? 
I can see it. I could for sure see it. It's a. I think it's a better Paul George. I don't know. I'm mean, between those two. Paul George has got the mega shifts. Like, Paul George can take a dude on an island that snatches ankles. He's got some serious Didn't Tatum break Paul George's shift. ankles in that win in L.A.? I think Jason yeah. Tatum, you know what I'm talking I about. I think Jason Tatum is got... Game winner. He's got serious sauce, but I think he's a little more physical. That's why I like the Jason yeah. McGrady. Uh, Tatum... He's been there's an interesting stat that shows how like physical and tough he is at getting to the basket. So more than thirty six percent of Tatum's attempts are coming from inside five feet. Wow. And this is more than thirty six percent, you said? Yeah. Wow. That's an impressive to, rate, just showing that, how he could get to the basket. Com- what's that compared to from, from last year? Last year it was at around thirty. So that's a six percent right, increase. Yeah. He's and getting better at finishing in the paint. It's it's really it's crazy. That's an interesting stat. It's also average, okay, keep going, my bad. He's also his catch and shoot threes are down from last year. So uh last year he was at about nineteen catch and shoot threes. This year it's like fourteen percent of his shots. Um like he just that just shows he's starting to like kind of demand the ball more. You know, try to do more with it because he's not waiting in the corner to catch and shoot. He's getting the ball and taking it to the lane and making these like five foot buckets. Isaac, ready for the stat? I'm ready. So with Jason Tatum. What'd you call me? I, I said Walker. No, you said Woj. Um. Okay, so Jason Tatum this season on unassisted three pointers, unassisted. Forty-one and a half percent. Talk about creating that's, your own shot. That's the craziest stat I've ever seen. Um, I don't know. Not even we didn't even talk about his defense yet. He picked up James Harden at half court last night. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm on a switch because Jalen Brown had the primary assignment. <laughs> I think Jason Tatum's better better defensively than Jason than Jalen Brown. But we could we could do that. We could do that debate another day. Either way, both of them together, that's a great defense. Yeah, they're gonna team. They're the. They're the future of the of the league. Let's talk about the fact that they're both under 23 20, yeah. years old. They're both like five years old. It's crazy. Unbelievable. A mature young men. You also got to give credit to Brad Stevens, their coach, just developing them the right way, knowing how to use them. You know what I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna give credit to? What? Kyrie leaving. I agree. Also, we saw them like they had flashes when Kyrie was injured in that playoff run, and now that he's left, they can finally take over. They're gonna they're going to the finals, I'm saying right now. You think so? Over Philly, over the Heat, I don't know. Over the Bucks. You think they could beat all of them? I'm just spitballing, but like, I don't know, dude. They have their their top four is better than any better than any top four in the East. Watch out for the Heat being in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics have more. I like the Heat too. Like I don't know if the Celtics could beat these teams. I mean they could compete. The Celtics have more shot creators than anybody in the East. Agreed. They got Kemba. What? Good thing it's a team sport. They have the most. They have four guys. Only one of them could create their own shot at the same time. It's one basketball. I mean, uh, Isaac, they're, they're 42 and 17. I don't no, see. Phenomenal basketball team. Phenomenal basketball team. But what I'm saying is Miami Heat play a, a, I don't know if they have a, enough scoring. A, a branded style of ball. I mean, they've got two of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. Dunk. Being Duncan Robinson and Tyler Arrow. They've got... A phenomenal rookie who's doing his thing off the bounce, making others better, and Kendrick Nunn, a great veteran point guard and Goran Dragic who comes off the bench. 
a budding all-star and Bam Adebayo holding it down for them in the middle. I love him. He's a great player. Jimmy, and I have yet to mention Jimmy Butler, who we all yeah. know. We all know what he brings to the table on, on a nightly basis. I think this team is just lots of potential. What's interesting to me about this team is Jimmy Butler. He's he's been the leader that like he hasn't been his whole career. You know, he was thought of uh, locker room cancer on the Bulls. The Timberwolves obviously didn't work out, but I love the leadership he's teaching these young guys. He he actually loves it in Miami. Like he's getting along with Harrow. He recently like talked about Harrow in the media, giving him praise. Yeah, he's posting a lot of. Tyler Harrow content on the, on his Instagram. Yeah, I really like I'm where he it. is, and I'm I think that's it. great for him because his game's just going to improve because he's happy. You know, he's having fun. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. This turned into a Miami Heat segment. It was supposed to be about Jason Tatum. Jesus, what are you guys doing? Jason Tatum, best player. He's top fifteen right now. I, I agree. I'd say top ten, maybe. Top ten. I don't know about that. This year, for what he's doing, in in February especially, he's been. Averaging thirty a game. I mean, right now he's top ten. He's playing like it. Um, I don't know. We'll see about their their playoff hopes. I really think they they have a great shot to go to the finals, man. I think so too. And Kemba definitely helps with that experience. Daniel, even yeah, though he hasn't also, really been in the playoffs. Daniel Tice is showing some flashes that he could he could be their center. he could be their center because all the talk leading up to the trade deadline and stuff was like they needed Boston a center needs, you know, they Steven needed, Adams yeah. or Miles Turner or whatever Tristan Thompson Drummond yeah I don't know Tice showed some showed some things last night um all right we got what would happen our our new segment that we're going to do before we get out of here um like I said today's edition what would happen if the 2017 Golden State Warriors uh were plopped into today's NBA how many wins would he, or no, how many, how many teams could take two games off of them in a series? So Isaac, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Rockets, Nuggets, like the six best teams that we have right now, could they take two games from those Warriors? All the above. Really? All the above. I think you're crazy. Do you? Uh, who's, who's Nikola Jokic guarding in that series? Durant? Andrew Bogut. <laughs> God, what if they go small and put Draymond at five? Don't guard Draymond. Yeah. Have fun. He can't, will. Can't get up the court. I don't know. So you think... I think the Clippers could steal two yeah. games. Lakers and Clippers could win a game. Yeah. I don't think they get two. I think Clippers could get two the just because they Clippers have the defense. I don't know. I was saying this. Like, Lakers, who's stopping AD the- on that team? Is Draymond? You think Draymond could stop him? Yeah, but, like, it's a game of matchups. Like, I don't think... Danny Green and Rondo, like Caruso. Let's not forget, Danny These Green These guys are going up against Steph and Clay. Before Steph Curry came around, Danny Green held many finals records for three-pointers with the San Antonio Spurs. He's a, like, he's good. I, I love Danny. I don't know why you hate him. Like I love Danny Green. I think he's one of LeBron's best compliments he's ever had. I he, he could defend. He could, sh- he could shoot. Seems like a he's great a, teammate. He's a prototypical LeBron teammate. Um, I don't know. I think Houston gets swept. <clears throat> Actually, no, they win a game because their three-point shooting would just win them a game. Um, I mean, might win multiple games. Maybe, I don't know. They, the only teams, they, they pretty much had the same, they had, like, a similar team. 
with like the way they play the three point shooting. Chris gonna, Paul. I was just gonna get to this. The only and teams, they would have beaten them if they didn't, you know, choke. They I, played I terribly. The only team in NBA history. Chris Paul got hurt too. Yeah. yeah. The only the only that, team that killed them that year. Killed them. Only team in NBA history to win, to go sixteen and one in the playoffs, and win the championship. Obviously, you have to win sixteen games to win the championship. Those Warriors and the two thousand one Lakers, but they were they won fifteen games because it was best of five. Um, so that's why I brought it up because I think it's nuts that like three years later, you know, Durant goes to Brooklyn. He kind of like his Warriors tenure kind of ended crazy. Like he tore his Achilles. Like pretty abrupt. Yeah. The medical staff, like it's a little dilemma thing, and kind of just like follows Kyrie, gets hurt. We, we're not gonna see him for another whatever handful of months. Um, but like that team was maybe the best team I've ever seen offensively, and def- like defensively, like. I mean, they were small, but like they could switch. They, yeah, they could. They def- were the clay, Draymond. They were, like, they they could were a really good defensive team. Iguodala. They couldn't. They couldn't. Like everyone always compares the Owen Lakers and these Warriors. Like Draymond Green can't guard Shaquille O'Neal. Like let's not kid ourselves. Nah. But like they're really good defensively for this era because it's there's no centers today, and Draymond can play small ball and guard all these guys, and they can obviously offensively. I mean, we saw it for three years. They took over the league. Um, all right. We got to get out of here. Um, it's always fun when we get to do this. Like I said, we took that long break because the season was kind of in quicksand as we approached the All-Star break. Um, we're kind of we're going to be trying to do these pods every Sunday to kind of recap uh, the week and preview the next. We got a bunch of good games this week. Sixers-Lakers, Clippers-Rockets, Celtics-Lakers. I mean, uh, Celtics-Jazz. So those games should be interesting. Evan, thanks always. Thank you for having Special me. Special thanks to Isaac for hopping on the pod today. Um, Jack, I man. really appreciated it. It's my pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, thanks for coming. Talk to you guys next week. Detroit.